Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Elon Musk now supports Bitcoin. Doge's co-founder speaks out against abuse. And we talk to Yap Global about their move to represent the DeFi space. Coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name is Matthew Aaron, and today is Monday, February 1st, 2021. I was listening to my favorite podcast, one of my favorite podcasts, actually. It's called The Daily with Michael Barbaro. It's from The New York Times. And anyway, they were talking about the Wall Street Bets slash GameStop situation. And when I was listening to this show, somebody said, one of the people that were on the show, they were talking to, and he's like, in a million years, we could have never thought of or we never could have predicted people would have organized online to pump a stock. And my first thought was like, bullshit. First, if you could not predict or regulators could not predict that could happen, they are totally incompetent. The other one is we in the crypto space have been talking about this forever. Forever. The more I look at government or government regulation or people who are supposed to be looking at and predicting the future of either emerging technologies or innovations or the economy, the more that I either think that they are 100% incapable of thinking or for envisioning what the future is, they're also not listening to the conversations that are happening in these developing spaces, like literally people talk about them, or they're willfully and purposely not hearing these things so they can capitalize off of this until they absolutely have to make a change. Because anyone that says that they never would have thought that people could have organized online to pump a stock, literally has not been paying attention. But one thing I do know we're paying attention to are those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at $33,471.09, down 1.2% from yesterday. Ethereum, $1,309.48, down 3.1%. Litecoin 12869 down 2.1%. Chainlink 2185 down 5%. And XRP down 10%, sitting at 43.7 cents. But that is after a huge rally where XRP went up and broke 75 cents. Now remember, this is more pump and dump sort of um, organization online, more of like the going back to the Wall Street bets movement. XRP got pumped, now it's dumping. This is what you're going to see because people kind of figured out, hey, let's try to start doing this now. I personally predict that the momentum for these kind of organized like roaming pumps and dumps is going to die down really quick because people are just going to be more cautious. Total market cap for all of cryptocurrency is $997.7 billion with the BTC dominance of 62.7%. And we're starting the week out with the top 10 being Bitcoin, Ethereum, Tether, XRP at number four, Polkadot, Cardano, Chainlink, Litecoin at number eight, Bitcoin Cash at number nine, and Binance breaking $50 at number 10. In our first conversation today, we talked to Samantha Yap, 
CEO of Yap Global, and George Harrop, Yap Global's head of DeFi. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Samantha, you've been on the show before. I really love your PR company. You deal with PR in the crypto space, but you are taking this to the next level. You are bringing on somebody just for DeFi. DeFi is blowing up. We see that DeFi is probably the future of finance. Can you tell me one thing? What is Yap Global? I want everybody to know who you are and then tell us about that bridge to DeFi. So Yap Global, we're a PR agency specializing in helping blockchain, cryptocurrency, and fintech companies tell their stories. And so we really want to build the bridge between this, you know, emerging technology space in the crypto space and DeFi space to the wider world. And that's through the media. Um, You know, my background's in journalism and a lot of the team are, you know, journalists and communication professionals. And this space really needs, um, you know, to address that knowledge gap. And, and now, you know, you know that and you're aware that obviously DeFi exploded in 2020 um, and there's a lot more, you know, projects and companies coming out and they all need help telling their stories. And this is why I decided to bring George Harrop uh, to join the team as head of DeFi. George used to be a Yap Global client. Um, he led, you know, one of the first crypto remittance companies called BitSpark. Um, and yeah, George, maybe you can share a little bit more about what you're going to be bringing to the team. Yeah, exactly. No, thanks, Sam. I mean, I think the take a step back, sort of a little bit about my background. I've been in crypto for 10 years. I was one of the first Bitcoin miners back in the day. I was co-founder of a company that was uh, doing uh, crypto remittances out of Hong Kong, Asia back in 2014. And essentially, I found my way into the DeFi space. And to be honest, it's probably got me as excited as uh, it was mining Bitcoin back in the day. But DeFi is a wild west, right? You know, it's, it's a bunch of cat gifts on the Internet that are somehow communicating with each other in a DAO and uh, things are happening. So, you know, how do you bridge the gap between how does anybody actually engage with this space and know, you know, what on earth is happening if it's sort of locked away in various Discord channels, uh, you know, various anonymous, you know, memesters all over the place. Um, Nobody can really jump in and, and just get involved very quickly, right? So you kind of need that bridge between the real world and this sort of uh, crypto uh, wild west. And sort of that's where I come in at least to sort of spearhead the effort at Yap to try and bridge this gap. I've been seeing this, and I think this is one major question that's on everybody's mind about finance in general. We saw Wall Street bets. We saw the manipulation in air quotes of the market when it came from uh, uh, GameStop. And now everybody's wondering about the confidence in the market. Now, we are already in a market that is lacking confidence. We're talking about hacks, scams, super volatility in the crypto space. But now we want to bring some sort of let's say, credibility to the DeFi space that's already plagued with either smart contract failures and all kinds of different aspects. How are you going to bring confidence to the DeFi space? You know what? I think one of the unique things about the DeFi space is everything is is transparent and it's there for everyone to see. So the reason that we know about all of these hacks and exploits and whatever is we can literally watch it in real time, right? We can literally go to a link and we can see one address doing something to another address. So I think, you know, the, the transparency is already there. It's about, you know, being able to expose some of the good projects which have done a good job, um, and that is the vast majority of the projects out there, um, and being able to get them to better tell their story. So I think, you know, transparency, key issue, you know, that is a unique factor for DeFi as opposed to any other exchange. Don't even know how sort of the internals work with other centralized services. Maybe we guess from here and here and there. But with DeFi, we can actually see it in real time. And that's, I think, you know, really, really cool. Yeah, I just want to add to that on, on because you, you, you made a good point, Matt, about credibility. Um, I think that 
education uh, is really important right now because while, you know, you hear stories of hacks, exploits, you know, that's what you see in the headlines and that's very sensational. But there's, you know, very rarely are journalists right now because it's moving so fast, breaking down what really went down, what really happened, explaining that, yeah, everything you see right now is really traceable. And it's taking that time to explain that, um, which is important. My final question to you, Samantha, and, and this is about Yap Global or PR in general. How much risk is your company at or in by representing a technology or, or a part of the industry that could be very have, have a lot of turmoil coming up because of these either hacks or smart contract failures or you know companies that are coming out that aren't maybe auditing those contracts and people losing money this could put your company in a lot of risk or in, under the bad light how do you feel about that or do you even think that it, that is a risk to be honest, I don't really think that's a risk right now. I think that right now we we kind of have like the front row seat, right, to innovation. And we're here kind of helping, you know, make sense, break down and explain what our, our clients are trying to do. We'll obviously filter out the companies that we work with and make sure we're working with the projects that, you know, are really, you know, trying to do good and, and, and you know, change something in the financial you know, system. Uh, and we still see ourselves very much like a traditional uh, PR agency. Um, we, we're, we're not a tech company. We're, we're a PR firm, like just in a way, like documenting, helping tell stories of the, of the companies, you know. Um, and I, I also see it as layers because we've got George, who's kind of like our layer to interacting with like the DAOs and anonymous teams. And yeah, the risk really is if, um, you know, they just, because we work on, you know, monthly retainers, so they can just not, we can stop working with a company if, if we're not comfortable. But um, yeah, again, we really spend time filtering out who we work with and make sure that, you know, also for the journalists that they trust that we're going to bring them a good story. Samantha Yep, CEO of Yep Global and George Harrop, head of DeFi for Yep Global. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having Thanks. us. And another news. Bullish, bullish, bullish. Elon Musk is now bullish and he supports Bitcoin saying it's a good thing. Yesterday on the new app, I don't know if you guys have saw this app yet, but I am just about to check it out myself. I registered last night. It is called Clubhouse. It's a voice messaging sort of social media app where you can live stream different conversations or programs. And anyway, there he had a massive get together um, in his massive clubhouse apparently where he said that he supports it and he said in quote i am a supporter of bitcoin i'm late to the party but a supporter bitcoin is on the verge of getting broad acceptance by traditional finance people end quote can you get more bullish than that i don't really think so over 15,200 Bitcoin was transferred out of Coinbase Pro in just one day. This was like a result of some huge OTC or over-the-counter deals made by institutional investors. So these big OTC deals prevent huge fluctuations in the market. It's kind of like you take the Bitcoin, they buy the Bitcoin with cash or other ways, maybe bank transfers, ACH, wire transfer. I have no clue how they do it because I don't have millions and millions of dollars to buy Bitcoin, which I probably would if I had millions and millions of dollars. But they take their Bitcoin and then they just do that OTC swap. So you probably won't see this huge spike in the market. Well, immediately you probably won't, but you might see it in the near future. But here's some other bullish BTC, maybe upward movement news, is that when BNB starts to climb up, it's almost a precursor to Bitcoin's upward movement. And well, BNB just broke all-time highs again, over $50 per BNB. Let's see what Bitcoin does. I'll check back tomorrow. If Bitcoin also has an upward movement, maybe we're onto something. Stop harassing the co-founder of Dogecoin. He's not associated with Dogecoin anymore and he hasn't been for seven years. So if you go and buy this joke coin, this meme coin, 
then you are buying a joke coin meme coin and dogecoin the joke coin meme coin shot up to almost seven cents the other day you had like i said only fan stars and air quotes buying dogecoin or the as she called them the dog stocks after they jumped 400 percent and they are down now doge is currently sitting at 3.9 cents look if you are a gambler you might be going into these different coins with no fundamentals nobody working on them no, nothing like that because you want to see some quick returns and if you see those re quick returns this is not financial advice take the quick returns however dogecoin like i said is a joke meme coin but people don't know that so they are calling to harass the dogecoin co-founder shibitoshi nakamoto which is he goes by on twitter his name is billy marcus don't harass him please guys don't harass him there's nothing he can do about it He's not even with the project anymore. And why did he get out? Because of harassment. And now he's getting it again. And finally, one of my favorite use cases for NFTs is NFT art. I love buying and selling art on like these different exchanges for these NFT artworks. My personal favorite is Superware. This is not an endorsement. I just really like the platform. I've been using it for years now. And why do I like it? Because it makes me a broke poor art collector and I'm able to buy art and then sell it or flip it. Well, apparently other people like to do that too because somebody just flipped an Ethereum art piece and made 100,000% gains in just three days. This person bought the NFT art for $130 and they sold it for $130,000. They sold the artwork on OpenSea. Now, I'm not saying everybody run to OpenSea or SuperRare to try to flip art at 100,000% gain. What I am trying to say is congratulations. Good job for making that money and flipping that. That's awesome. Also, it's just a fun little hobby. Check them out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Aaron. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave that comment. It helps us stay visible. It helps me know how I'm doing. And it helps people have confidence to click this episode or other episodes and go, this is worth my time. I'll see you tomorrow. Happy hodling, everybody.